Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be the right headspace. Well, this is actually second part to the last video newsletter I did. In this particular one, I, the last video I answered the email that this guy had sent. He was trying to get his ex back, and in the process of me doing that video, he sent another one. And it was a little bit more desperate because there's a, apparently an ex-boyfriend that's also in the picture now. So I have a quote that I wrote in this topic, and I'm going to go through his email. Because obviously what's happening now, the fact that he knows there's an ex-boyfriend in the picture, he's a little freaked out, obviously, as any normal guy would be that's wanting to fix what they screwed up. The quote says, Life is full of people and circumstances that will test your ability to remain at peace internally. Remaining at peace and taking your time to respond on your terms after careful consideration and thought is a conscious choice. Surround yourself with people who make it easy to stay in a peaceful and relaxed state because that is also where they live emotionally. The events and circumstances of your life only have the meanings that you give them. You will always do your best work when you are in a peaceful and relaxed state. You can either choose to remain calm and at choice to make the best of all situations or you can choose to lose your shit and make everything worse by becoming run by irrational emotions. So obviously let's see what it is that is interfering with his ability to be peaceful. Now as you remember at the end of our the last video that I did for this particular guy, his ex had reached out after he had tried the previous time when he was seeing her in person when they were exchanging their belongings for the second time because he didn't do it on the first she reached out and gave him some kind of coupon and he just dismissed it as garbage as opposed to saying hey thanks for the coupon but um, let's get together and have, make some dinner together he didn't get go right and make the date and that's where he kind of fumbled the football because he, in his mind, probably because he's looking at other people's stuff, and some there are people out there that say, well, go no contact for 30 days, and then start reaching out to them and pursuing them again. And so you got somebody that's looking for a solution that matches up what they feel like they should do, which is doing something. Of course, you look long enough, you're going to find somebody that tells you to, well, continue chasing your ex, and you'll definitely get them back. And so probably that's what happened. He became confused what he was reading in other places and didn't really take the time to get to know what I taught. Then his ex-girlfriend reaches out, which was a perfect opportunity to set a date, and then he did nothing. And then after that happened, that, that's where this latest email comes in. Hey coach, I know you're busy, but I wanted to give you a status update on what's been happening since I last emailed you. First, I realized that in my last note, I didn't mention our ages. I'm 32 and she is 30. Really doesn't matter. This morning I found out that my ex recently went on a ski trip to Colorado with a bunch of people, one of whom happened to be her ex. Bet you weren't expecting that. I'm not going to lie, coach. I felt like a month post breakup I was finally getting myself into the right headspace. So obviously now something has happened that is going to fuck with your ability to be in a peaceful and relaxed state. Naturally, what's that gonna do? It's gonna cause you to be fearful. 
and when you're driven by fear, you tend to do things that make things worse. I mean, at the end of the day, she's going on a ski trip with her ex, so that's one of the reasons why you haven't heard that much from a lot of women, especially the younger ones, will have ex-boyfriends that are kind of in the background that they'll reach out to and start calling when their primary relationship, obviously is in this particular case, goes sideways. So he says, I've been dating a few new girls. I've been spending time focused on my purpose, which you always, as a man, you should always be focused on your purpose and your mission in life. That should be paramount. But now I feel like shit has gone sideways all over again. Well, at the end of the day, nothing really has changed. You're still out. In other words, you're still broken up. But now you've become aware you've got some additional intel or some additional information, if you will, that your ex is now hanging out with an ex of hers. And when that happens, that's something that will definitely get in the way of her missing you and wanting to rekindle things. Because all of us, we tend to look at the past through rose-colored glasses. In other words, as more time goes by, we start to think more highly of that person that we broke up with. Even though at the time we broke up with them, we had a lot of emotional, emotionally strong reasons why we did what we did. But a month or so later, it tends to fade. But obviously in this case, with another dude in the picture, it makes it kind of hard. Now I'm finding myself playing the what if game. Was the real reason for our breakup so she could get back with this ex? No, the real reason that she broke up with you is because she fell out of love with you. Because you were doing and saying things that caused her to lose attraction. And the big, because a lot of women, when things are going sideways, and I was discussing this with a client that I had last night, because he was so fixated on the breakup itself. Well, if I had just not had that fight with her, we'd still be together. I said possibly, but at the end of the day, that big blowout fight really got blown out of proportion because that was the excuse she was looking for. Really, in her mind, she had already decided she didn't want to be with you anymore. And that big fight was her excuse to make it happen. Just like in this particular guy's case, it was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. You kind of gave her an opening. You gave her an excuse to say, I'm fucking out of here. But at the end of the day, it was a, a series of mistakes. Things that you did, things that you said that caused her to lose interest. Because at the end of the day, women don't dump guys that they're in love with. That's reality. And if you're getting dumped when you thought everything was going okay, which this guy had said in his previous email, it totally came out of the blue. From the average guy does. And like I said, those things don't happen unless you're doing and saying things that's turning the other person off. I hear all the time when I talk to guys, I didn't think she meant it. I didn't think she was serious. I didn't think that she would really go out and get in a divorce attorney and, and serve me with divorce papers. I really didn't think that she was serious when she said she'd take our kids and go to her parents' house. Came home one night and a bunch of stuff was missing and our kids were gone and there was a note that she's going to be staying with her parents or her sister for the next few weeks. Was our relationship just a long rebound? Well, obviously, if she had been dating this particular guy right before you got together, 
with her. She really didn't, t she's not the kind of girl that is comfortable being single for any period of time. In other words, she doesn't end a relationship until she knows she's got a replacement lined up. And unfortunately, that's a lot of women are like that. They can't, going it alone is just terrifying to them. Because women know, the average women, they know that it's a lot easier to get over somebody if you've got something new going on in your life. I know that focusing on this isn't helpful, but after feeling like I was getting back to a good place, the tables have turned. What would James Bond be asking, or would James Bond be asking those types of questions? And he says, fuck no. He'd appreciate the time he had to be focused on what's his next step. Perfect, you answered your own question. Because what do you have control over? You don't have any control over the fact that she's hanging out with the ex. As a matter of fact, she was probably lining that up before she did you in, before she got rid of you. And that's why it's so important. It's not about going no contact, as a lot of guys say. It's literally, you've closed one door and are opening another and looking to create something new. You're moving on. In other words, if you don't hear from that person, if she doesn't reach out, you literally will never speak again. It's not a technique. It's a way of life. It's a way of being. It's a negotiation. She gave you terms that weren't desirable, weren't to your liking, and now you're out of here. And that means you're walking away from those terms because those terms are unacceptable. They're unacceptable now. They're unacceptable yesterday. And they'll be unacceptable next week, next month, six months, six years from now. So as far as you're concerned, when somebody offers you terms that are no correlation to what you want, you're gone forever. You're not going no contact for a period of time and then you're gonna start pursuing them again. As far as you're concerned, they're deleted from your life permanently. It's a way of living, it's a way of being. If you've, you've walked out of a car dealership three or four times and every time they call you back and they keep coming down to your price, you don't start walking into the car dealership every couple of days hoping they're gonna come down to your price. It's either they give you your price or you're going to buy a car from somewhere else. It's that fucking simple. It's a weak position when you walk out and you leave and you give them the impression that you're gone forever and then a week or two later or a month later you start calling and contacting him again because then you really didn't mean what you said. That's when it comes off that you're using a technique which is not going to help you either. I will continue to stick to no contact and refocus my energies on improving myself and becoming the best version of me that I can be. I appreciate everything you do, Coach. Your work has given me strength to behave in a way that I should, even when I don't feel like it's the way I should behave. So this email is a good reality check, and the reality is that you were dating a woman that is not comfortable being single. In other words, she's going to line up a replacement if she thinks the future of your relationship is in doubt. And so what does that tell me about her? Well, it tells me that she doesn't have the same kind of confidence that, say, a woman who grew up in a really healthy family, who loves her mom, loves her dad, has a great relationship with both of them. She's going to say, hey, you know, it was difficult. The breakup was difficult. I'm going to take time to heal. I'm going to spend time with friends. I'm going to spend time with family and just be, get to a place where I'm cool being alone again before I start dating. Insecure people, they gotta have somebody else around or two or three people around because that feeds their ego, it gives them validation, and it's a lot easier for them to move on. 
And at the end of the day, do you really want to go back to somebody who before, and I wrote about this in my book, I had a woman that I dated that was like this and I told myself at the time, I'm gonna be different, I'm gonna be so awesome, I'm gonna be such a fucking great boyfriend that she has no reason to call up the male orbiters. But what happens? Six months, a year, two years in the relationship, over time you get a little lazy, you get a little complacent. One night on the phone, I was a little short with her just because I was in kind of a grumpy mood. I'd had a stressful day at work. And then I didn't hear from her for three or four days. And that's how this particular woman, that's how I knew she was mad at me is I just wouldn't hear from her. She gave me the silent treatment. That was how she learned to communicate. And that was the way her, she was with her whole family. And then when I called her, and we start talking, I come to find out she'd been hanging out with one of the male orbiters that she hadn't talked to in like a year. Literally, we have, I snapped at her one day on the phone and already she's on the phone with a male orbiter. And literally two weeks before, she's like, I want, let's move in. Let's, I was hoping we get engaged soon. And it's like, and that quickly, you're calling another guy to line up the replacement because she was worried that it wasn't gonna work out. And to me, when that happened, I, was, I realized that's just the way she always is going to be. She can't ever go it alone. So every time she thinks our relationship may not work out, she's calling other guys instead of communicating with me. And at that point, and you know, I'd been dating a friend, I think it was like three years at that point. I was like, it just didn't sit right with me. And that was the beginning of the end where about a month later, we split up. And that was the end of it. And guess what? A month after that, she moved in with that particular guy. And she was basically using, she was trying to replace the level of intimacy that she had with me. We'd been together for almost three years at that point. She was replacing the intimacy we had with some other dude. I mean, literally, she hadn't talked to the guy in a year. In a matter of six weeks, she was living with him. I was like, and then what was interesting is about a year Six, eight months later, I got a call from her and things weren't going so well. And this guy was Mr. Nice Guy, insecure, over-pursued, tended to be controlling. She ended up getting a restraining order against this guy because he became belligerent and started pushing her around when he realized she was not the type of woman that he could control. Then she ended up breaking up, breaking up with that guy a few months later. And she, of course, she wanted to hang out and start calling me, but I was like, at that point, I knew what she was like. You know, she was that way when I had met her. She was that way when we dated. Even after we had dated and she had been with somebody else, she wanted to go right back into that way of being. And at that point, I had a new, a new girl I was dating and I didn't want to get back together with her. But it's, it taught me a very valuable lesson that I've always, over the years, I've shared that whether there are people that are in these kinds of situations. And if your personal outcome is you want to spend, you know, say you want to get married or you want to settle down with somebody, do you really want a girl that's going to behave this way every time something goes sideways? Now, the average guy doesn't want to put up with that. But I learned the hard way that that's how these particular women are. And I didn't like it. You might be willing to put up with it, but me personally, I'm not willing to put up with it. And so that's why I share it so you can learn from it and you don't have to go through three years being with somebody who would be this way before you realize that they're just not going to change. People don't change. They become a better version of themselves but at the end of the day, if this is how they operate, this is always the way that they're going to be. 
and you deserve better. But at least if you do decide to hang out with this girl, say, you know, a month or two from now, she reaches out, things don't go. Because if it didn't work with the ex the first time around, it ain't going to work the third or fourth or the fifth time around. So more than likely, she'll probably reach out in the future. If she does, assume she wants to see you, create an opportunity for sex to happen, if you're so inclined. But you would be much better served to find somebody better. So if you'd like to get my help, you can book a coaching session by going to my website, clicking the products tab. And if you haven't listened to the audiobook, if you subscribe to audible.com, you can actually get my audio version for free. And I will talk to you soon. <laughs>